0: What is going on, savages? And welcome back to another episode of the Business Savage Podcast. I am your business coach and your host, Cassandra Britton. I am here to spark that hunger inside of business owners and reignite their flame to take their business to the next level. If you haven't discovered our new Instagram account yet, please do me a favor and go give us a follow. It's at the.business.savage. For any of you that are new here, our old Instagram account, the CB Mindset, was hacked six weeks ago. I have an episode on this entire story that is coming out because, man, what a journey this has been. I have since heard of six others that this has happened to recently as well. So if you have not heard our episode on don't leave all of your marketing eggs in one basket, you're gonna wanna go give that a listen. If you are listening to this episode, you're curious what it takes to start a side hustle. You likely work a nine to five at the moment, or you're stuck in some type of a corporate culture, and you are curious what is involved with having more financial freedom or a passion project. Doesn't that sound like a dream? Well, it doesn't have to just be a dream. Reality is that most people dream of running their own gig, but they will never do anything about it. So if you are here, congratulations on being willing to step outside of your comfort zone and take a leap for a life of freedom. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you the three things that you must have before you begin building your side hustle business. Y'all ready to do this? Let's dive in. Before we begin, this episode is brought to you by the Business of the Week. This week's Business of the Week is Apex Training Facility, owned and operated by Matthew Pasquale. Matthew Pasquale has always been actively involved with sports from a young age. He grew up playing competitive hockey and soccer, but it wasn't until he was introduced to Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu that he found himself taking the training process to the next level. He decided to pursue his passion in strength and conditioning at York University, where he obtained a specialized honors degree in kinesiology. Shortly after, he became certified by the NSCA as a strength and conditioning specialist. And with a clear vision in mind, Matthew has created Apex Training Center to provide the best in personalized programs to fit his clients' needs. Details on Apex Training Facility, which is located just outside of Toronto, are in the show notes. Now, let's get you back to the show. Okay, friends, now, although there are many things that go into running a business and starting a side hustle, today, I am not going to get into the technical side of how to start a business. I'm going to leave that for our Business Savage Academy. Today, I am going to start you with the fundamentals that many don't even consider when they begin. The first thing that you need to ensure you have in order to successfully start your side hustle, are you ready for this? It's passion. Passion. It is very common for entrepreneurs to start a business because they think of an opportunity. Maybe they recognize a gap or there's a demand, or most of the time it's because they freaking hate their job. Sometimes it's because they need more money, but oftentimes they are driving away from the pain of their corporate job. When you are starting a business for the wrong reasons, your business will almost always fail. Newsflash, but let me tell you why. When we work a nine to five, hopefully... There's a level of enjoyment in your job. Hopefully, you're not just doing it because of the pay that is associated with it, but let's be honest, sometimes that is the case. But you have certain hours that you're expected to work, certain times you're allowed to take a break, certain days you're allowed to book off for vacations, and certain expectations you need to accomplish by specific dates for your role, right? When you are an entrepreneur, you don't have any of that which is a beautiful, beautiful thing. But it also comes with the need for discipline. If you are not passionate about your business, if your work does not fuel you up and fill your cup, if the people that you work with suck the life from you, if you dread having to sit down and work on something in your business, if it feels like work, how easy would it be to just not do it? There's no one telling you no. There's no one to say, hey, I won't be in tomorrow. There's no rules. There's no expectations. You're only letting yourself down. So if you do not enjoy it, if it doesn't light you the F up, if you don't absolutely love what you are working towards or the people that you're working with, the clients that you have, staff on your team, et cetera, if you don't have a why, and when we don't have a why, your business is what we call a soul sucker. It can be very profitable, it can be a very successful business but you are setting yourself up for a life that does not have fulfillment or freedom if you are not passionate about doing it. There are passion tests that are available through Google, easily available through Google, and many other tests that will help you determine where your passions will meet your talents. For any of you who have never heard of the Guy, it can also be easily Googled. I-K-I-G-A-I. It's something that I walk my Business Savage Academy students through in you know, a lot of detail and through the earlier stages in their business to ensure that they're in the right business and that it will not suck their soul dry. Now, if I'm going to give you all a Coles Notes version of what it is, essentially, it's a really interesting brainstorm that you would do with yourself to determine where the things that you enjoy meet the things that you're talented at or the things that you're good at, meet opportunities that the world needs more of where there's also an opportunity that can be profitable, where you can make money. So it's a really great way to see where the overlap is. And it is a beautiful, beautiful place to start if you're not really sure what you want to do, but you know that you want to start a side hustle. You must have a personal connection with your business. Oftentimes we hear our target audience is us five years ago. Okay. Things that we have gone through experiences that we have experienced products that we wished we had. How many times have you attempted to do something and say, man, someone really needs to invent this, right? Here's one for you guys. Okay. Belts, belts drive me freaking bananas. They never make the right size for me. So I am always having to poke my own holes. And then the damn piece is so long. It flaps, right? How many of you feel me on the flapping belt? And it's not quite long enough to get to the next hole, so the damn thing basically just flaps in the wind, right? I have wanted for years to make something that holds down this unwanted flapping belt for those who experience this because it is a problem that I have personally experienced so many times, right? I'm thinking to myself, there must be a demand for this. However... This is absolutely not something that I am passionate about, although it frustrates me. It is not something that I am passionate about. And although it probably could be a profitable and searchable idea, it would suck my soul dry. And I think four businesses that I currently operate is probably enough for me at 32. So the first thing that you need to do to ensure that you are trending in the right direction for your new business is that you have a personal connection and that you are passionate about your business idea. All right. Moving on to second point. Okay, y'all. So, the second thing that you need to ensure you are starting a successful side hustle is to ensure that it is going to be dun, 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 profitable. Now, what exactly does this mean? Now, I know you're thinking, duh, Cassandra, of course I want my side hustle to be profitable. What would be the point if it wasn't? But, Have you done the research to ensure that it is going to be? Here are some places for you to start. First of all, start with market research. Google your business idea. See what comes up. See what's happening in that space, in that industry. Where are there opportunities for your business to come in and do something different than what is currently being done? Are there a number of businesses in this space? That's okay. Competition is community. It's a sign that it's going to be profitable see how long these businesses have been in place. If you're launching a course, you can check out a website. It's called Udemy, U-D-E-M-Y. It is a great site to visit to learn about courses on the market. You can actually see what they're charging and how many they've sold, which allows you to do obviously some simple math and determine that it's obviously been a profitable course. Another good source, Facebook groups. Search the keywords that your business would be about, your business idea, your industry, see what comes up. If there's large groups with people that are interested in those topics, there's interest. That idea can likely be profitable. The last part of this is to do an anticipated budget. Okay, what would your expenses be and what would you need to start profiting? Not just making money, but actually profiting in your business. Once we've done some market research and determined that this idea can generate money and it's not just an idea that you had in the shower one day that you would buy, you can determine if it's an idea that would be sustainable for a side hustle. You'll also need to consider your anticipated work hours. If this is starting as a side hustle, what hours are you going to be committing to to grow it? What do you want for its future? Do you want this to eventually be a full-time gig? Do you eventually want to leave your nine-to-five? If this is the case, you don't want to just dip your toe in the water. You want to actually set your business up for a slow and steady proper plan for growth that you can slowly generate an income until it is at a comfortable place where you're going to decide to leave. And the most important key there is at what point that is going to be at for you. What is that number? What is that number that you will decide to finally quit your nine to five at? Because remember, it's not just about the money, but it is also about the energy that is consumed by your nine to five. And if you had 100% of your energy to give to your business, imagine what could be possible with your side hustle if you wanted, it, if you wanted it to be a full-time gig. So the second thing that you need to ensure that you have in place before you start your side hustle is you have done some research to make sure that it is a searchable and it is a profitable industry that you're getting yourself into. All right. On to tip number three. Okay, y'all. So my third and final tip for you before you start your side hustle, the last thing you need to ensure before you start is to determine your blue ocean. Okay. Don't worry, guys. I'm going to explain this. In the world of marketing, we use the term blue ocean marketing, which relates to this concept. Okay. So your industry is basically like a bloodbath. Okay. When we think of, for example, I'll think of my beauty salon. Okay. There's thousands of beauty salons and permanent tattooing academies around the world, right? There are hundreds in the GTA and the Toronto area alone where my salon is. However, we came into a market at a time when PMU, which is permanent makeup, it was not saturated, okay? We were amongst the first in the space in our area, and we were able to carve into a space that had not yet been tapped into. So now whether or not your market is saturated, I promise there is a space for you. You just have to find it. So instead of feeding off all of the other fish that are in your competition and that your competition is feeding off of and creating a bloodbath, which we refer to as a red ocean, We want to set the goal of a good business to create your own blue ocean. Come up with a unique offering that your business is going to do differently. Rather than trying to be exactly like your competition, use them as inspiration to guide your business model. What are they doing really well? What are they not doing really well? Where is there an opportunity for you to come in as a player and do something not even necessarily better, but just different? Where is there a demand in that space that is not currently being met? And how can you stand out? Creating your own blue ocean where there's no feeding frenzy. Technically, you don't even have any competition in this space because you are creating your own unique craft and carving your own path. Successful businesses are able to do this very, very well. They see an opportunity where there is a need and craft their business model in a unique way to speak to a unique audience. So I strongly encourage you, when you are crafting out your business model, don't just try to be like everybody else in your space. Don't just copy what everybody else is doing. You want to be well aware of what they're doing. You want to do your whole SWOT analysis, your strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities, your threats. You want to analyze what they're doing really, really well. But you also want to analyze where there are still opportunities that are being unmet, things that they aren't doing very well. There's a simple exercise I walk my students through in Business Savage Academy. It's called your branding benchmark, and you will place yourself in comparison to your competitors, right? The thing is, we're not trying to be our competitors, but we need to understand where they are positioned in the marketplace so that we can position ourselves in a unique and different space. So friends, if you are able to ensure that your business model has a personal connection and you are passionate about the idea, it lights you the F up. You think about it all the time. You feel like working in that space would just light your soul on fire. You do your market research and you learn that it is in demand and a profitable business idea. And you can clearly see how you are going to carve out your own unique blue ocean and path. You are well on your way to a successful side hustle. Your next steps would be to start crafting out your business plan and your business model. Of course, I always suggest hiring a coach or a mentor to get you started on the right path and like any course you take in school to get you ready for your business, some education under your belt to guide you in the right direction, especially if business is new to you. As a reminder, we offer our Business Savage Academy for new entrepreneurs looking to start their business on the right front. You can take a look at this program on our website, www.thecbmindset.com, and click on the BSA, Business Savage Academy tab. We also offer one-on-one strategy calls if you just want to book a call to get some ideas and get started in the right direction. That link is also available on our website. Well, savages, that is all that I have for you guys today. If you were thinking of starting your side hustle, you are not sure where to start. I'm glad that you joined us today. The life of entrepreneurship is like a roller coaster. So we don't just climb on upwards. There are many dips along the way, but I encourage you to feel the fear and do it anyways. The life that you want is on the other side of that fear. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, please do me a favor and share this on your social channels. And of course, tag our new Instagram account so that all of our old followers can find us again. It's at the.business.savage. I appreciate you. Go slay your day. And remember, a savage doesn't let anyone or anything stand in their way. They can get knocked down, but they will always get back up. Keep on fighting. Peace, guys.